1: Anywhere you go in New York City these days, you hear the sound of something new being built. The amount of construction noise seems unprecedented, but is it? Well, just one of many timeless sounds of New York. To New Yorkers, the noise is a kind of comfort. The city that doesn't sleep shrieks and roars and groans, and it always has one glance at an old video and you know it's dated but hearing this you might be able to imagine you're outside Penn Station in 1929 or in Coney Island
0: I think it does more than just kind of provide a soundtrack you know to a silent version of the past
1: Princeton professor Emily Thompson takes us back through sound to the roaring 20's that's what her website's called
0: I think it Gives you a much more tangible sense of how people lived amidst and amongst each other.
1: And what they couldn't stand about each other. She gathered noise complaints from the city archives.
0: And saw all these really quite pathetic uh, complaints.
1: Plotted them on a map and paired them with old newsreel footage.
0: We're talking before the Depression, indeed, sort of at the height of the economic boom of the 1920s. So construction was a huge problem then.
1: Sound familiar? One of the city's noisiest places back then was Cortland Street. Radio Row, as they called
0: it. These stores would advertise their wares by mounting a loudspeaker over the front door.
1: Eventually demolished to make way for the World Trade Center. Do you have a a favorite complaint or a favorite sound that you came across?
0: Oh, the one that always makes me laugh, it just seems so wonderfully, typically New York, was uh, a letter uh, from a man in Brooklyn, and, and his name was Mr. Schmuck, and he was complaining about the noise coming from the pickle factory near him. So ah. uh, it's just silly to me. I, I feel bad for Mr. Schmuck. I don't mean to, uh, you know, sort of minimize his his uh, his problem, but uh, it's, it's kind of fun.
1: Comforting to know that as much as New York has changed, its sounds and its personality haven't changed all that much. But here's the difference today, says Professor Thompson.
0: Today, we spend so much time controlling our own soundscape, often by putting in earbuds and just trying to tune out everything around us and only listening to what we want to hear. You certainly get a sense um, that New York in the 1920s, that wasn't an option.
1: And you know, Wayne, a lot of the sounds captured there led to the creation of a noise abatement commission in 1929. Needless to say, it didn't work.